do it. All right, welcome back, peeps, to the Fitter, Stronger, Happier podcast. I'm pausing because Jimmy's like warming up his shoulders and dancing a little bit, getting ready. So I'm here with uh, Coach Jimmy and Coach Ben. What's up, y'all? What's up? Ben's not warming up. He's cool and collected, but Jimmy's uh, getting pretty hype right now. Dude, that candid coffee got me going, bro. <laughs> yes, me too. Um, so we want to go over a couple things, uh, announcements, things that we have coming up. We didn't brief on this, but we already know what's coming up. Um, one of the, and one of them is a big topic for our podcast today, May 14th. Yes, sir. Pain-free fitness seminar workshop with Jimmy and Ben. Um, I think we have two spots for that right now left. Yeah. They're going quick, guys. So if you want to move pain-free, you better get your name on that board or shoot one of us a message so we can get your name on that board. Yep. Um, and then we haven't picked a date for it, but we're going to do some sort of nutrition workshop with Coach Ben in June. And those are like the big things right now. Megan's leading a yoga flow tomorrow, which could be a couple days ago, depending on when this gets out. But you know, <laughs> Saturday, we'll call it that. Um, so we'll get right into going through this workshop. Um, we wanted to do something to get a lot of people exposed to one, like the full nine point movement assessment that we have. We've been doing parts of that in classes recently. Um, and to help us steer folks in the right direction, if they have some limitations, some injuries of working or working out with pain. Um, we want to be able to provide clear solutions to work through those things and not just avoid it or like re-injure it. Um, so it's about 90 minutes. We're going to go through a couple short lectures, um, a couple different topics. We're going to go through um, a workout and then nice cool down. So I've got a itinerary somewhere on my computer that I can't find. Um, so we're going to start off uh, with a quick talk of load versus capacity. Um, Jimmy, you wanna talk about load versus capacity and how injuries occur? I would love to, Carl. Thanks, James. Uh, so yeah, guys, load versus capacity. We have certain things in which we have already kind of established. So we have like a functional diagnosis. So that could be what we find in that movement screen. And we also have an anatomical diagnosis. So thing or dysfunction, excuse me. So that could be something like, hey, I broke my ankle when I was 12, and that could, that's going to get me closer to my capacity. So there are certain things in which my load is going to be closer to that capacity and we can't like necessarily fix, but there will be things in terms of like diet, sleep, nutrition, and also like movement patterns that we can kind of end up getting more efficient on. So this way we can slowly decrease that load so then therefore we don't breach that capacity, which is going to lead us towards that injury. Cool. Ben, cool. any comments on that? Yeah, I think a really key thing to think guys as well is understanding load versus capacity gives you a lot of freedom to understand what's in your control as well. I think, you know, I, I know like I've been in a position where you, you feel like a movement or an exercise, maybe a workout that causes pain. And the immediate reaction is, oh man, I can never do that exercise ever again. Well, actually that is in itself kind of like the tip of the iceberg. There are many other things that are inside of our control that can help to firstly reduce that load 
So we can give you more capacity. We can give you more challenge for your workouts, but reducing your load and increasing your capacity, that's a priority for us as coaches and that's be a priority for you like when you step into the gym. Cool, yeah. I'm gonna to talk just cause I'm here. I think, um, <laughs> you know, that's something we've discussed a lot. It's such an easy way to consider, you know, training and adapting and getting better is if you're overreaching, if you're the load you're placing on your body and your system is higher than your capacity to handle it, it's going to break. It's not going to feel good. Mm -hmm. So that might not be necessarily catastrophic injury. It could just be, you know, failure to adapt and to thrive. You might just not make the progress that we want to um, continue to make. So I think it's like a really interesting thing. We have some images with graphics that make it a little bit easier. But as Jimmy said, there's so many things that go into your your load per se and capacity. So you can increase your capacity for some things, you can decrease your load. And all those things can help not only to avoid pain, but to like feel better throughout the day, get a little bit more out of our training and live a better life. Yeah, more, yeah more clarity on what the actual problem is not like as ben said just that one singular movement it's never the last straw that breaks the camel's back it's all nine thousand other straws yeah when someone like sneezes and throws their back out it's like well it you wasn't probably never sneeze ever again it wasn't yeah <laughs> you never ever sneeze it wasn't the sneeze it was you know the stress the lack of sleep the overtraining, maybe the undertraining, maybe working through ranges of motion that you don't have the mobility to work through and putting too much stress on your body. So, mm -hmm. um, so with that, what we'll go into is the hierarchy of needs. We kind of have this set up as a pyramid, um, with different levels of how we sort of prescribe training programs, how we like to think of training. And that's not just necessarily what's in the gym, but also what happens out of the gym. So I'll let Jimmy, uh, also take the lead he's got his paper on he's ready to talk I've been, I've been studying for this guys uh so yeah as carl mentioned we talk about this more in a pyramid style so like our base is actually that recovery and capacity balance so how well can we recover and how high is our capacity and is that tandem in balance then next we have flexibility which is going to be our passive range of motion all right then we have mobility just above that which is my active range of motion and then we have our strength balance how, how well balanced my strength is, like how well can I press single arm overhead, how high or how well can I do a high pull with that single arm. And, um, and then the top part is that skill and motor control, which is us actually developing that skill-based work versus like strength and things like that. So you're more high level of gymnastics stuff and things like that. So as you guys can see, well, you'll be able to see when you do the seminar. But, but you, you can hear, hear for now. All right, just close your eyes and you'll visualize the pyramid. All right. The base is that recovery aspect. We only get better when we recover. So it's not necessarily the fitness that gets us stronger and fitter. It's that recovery aspect and all that. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think like really emphasizing that factor again of the fact that like, getting fitter requires you to recover from the fitness that you're doing is so critical because I think we can get like so hyper-focused on the workouts themselves and how many workouts we're doing, how intense the workout is. And like, if workouts were the be-all and end-all of getting fitter and stronger, we would literally give you 
workouts all the time. Like I would just say to my clients, hey, we should work out every hour of every day and then we'll just see what happens, <laughs> you know? So viewing that, viewing how you recover from that fitness, that stress that you put yourself under is like so, so critical. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's so, it's so interesting that we have recovery at the bottom of it and most people probably don't think about recovery at all. You know, I think so often it's more and more and more, more, I need to do more exercise and more mobility. And I would even air quote more recovery by trying to do an active recovery workout or do more CBD or whatever recovery thing is on the market right now. And it's usually just a means of trying to downregulate, let our body rest and adapt. Yeah. So, so I should just Theragun every day. <laughs> no, no. No, you should not. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we could do a podcast on Theraguns and how useless they are. But that's not for today. <laughs> that's no. Oh, we, we, get, we, get we went there. during that. The Theragun could yeah. come out. Uh, so, uh, sorry, not Theragun. Uh, massage gun or vibration gun? All can't say Theragun, but it's a brand. They can all come at me. <laughs> hyper, hyper. Ice. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up. I don't know what that says. I can't read it. <laughs> All right. So our next portion we'll go through on what we'll end up going through is and a quick or not that quick, our nine point movement assessment from there. I'll let Ben talk about that a little bit. One of the things we'll be discussing too is mobility versus flexibility and how that shows up not only in the movement assessment, but in the gym, in our daily lives. Take it away. Yeah, guys. Exactly. So purpose of this nine, nine point movement assessment is to assess your passive active range of motion from top to toe so you might be in a position where you feel like let's say for example doing a deadlift you feel like doing a conventional deadlift is causing an issue and it might be that you're struggling to perform a deadlift to all the way from the ground so from the floor to the hip and we might as coaches my position where it's like oh you need to push your butt back more you need to um sway shoulders more that those kind of things but you actually physically right now can't actually do that. We're restricting that range of motion. So the nine point movement assessment is to get a really clear, broad understanding of areas where we're strong movement wise and areas where we might need to improve or even movements where we might need to modify or avoid. So we have our standing lumbo pelvic flexion, which is quite simply reaching down, touching fingertips to the floor. Can you actually do that right now? If you can't, that is probably going to carry over for something like a deadlift and the potential compensation that might occur. We have our prone heel to butt, we have our kneeling heel to butt as well, which is going to be testing out especially quad flexibility, range of motion. We have ankle dorsiflexion, wrist extension. You imagine things like a deep squat or even getting that front rack position, that's going to be really critical. We have shoulder abduction, we have shoulder flexion. You imagine reaching overhead we restrict in those movements, that again is going to expose what might potentially happen at the gym and how we can minimize that pain and all those injury risks from occurring. So that's what that assessment's for. And it's a really simple, effective way for us to also see where we're at now and where we can be within three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, 10 weeks from now. Jimmy, that's... 
yeah. through through. No, I think I think I think I did six of nine there as well. I missed like I know I missed four. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Don't worry. If you want to know all nine, show up. You can't get all the secrets <laughs> away. But no, yeah, just piggybacking on what Ben was saying. Um, so for instance, like we talked about the ankle range of motion, that could be why your low back hurts when we do some sort of running and jumping exercise, mm-hmm. just because you don't have that adequate shock absorption of getting the knee past the toes and things like that. So if you ever have low back pain when we run or jump or hinge or squat, that could be the culprit, not necessarily those movements, just that limited range of motion of that um, movement stream. Yeah. I think it's been so helpful as us like incorporating that a little bit into classes too. Um, And one of the big points of doing this seminar and getting more people exposed to that assessment is to be able to provide ways for people to continue working out without pain and not having to skip deadlift day or skip, you know, strict press day, whatever it might be. We can provide some solutions based on the assessment. And some of those solutions are going to, you know, put the fire out, help us to not feel crappy and feel in pain. And the next part of that is to, hey, let's make sure we can actually get our arms all the way overhead. Let's make sure we can actually bend over at the waist and touch all the way to the floor without pain. And I think um, so often in like functional fitness gyms, things that we've done in the past is like, oh, you can't do this. Let's modify it so it doesn't hurt. Um, And we're really trying hard to take that next step and saying, let's make sure you're able to do this. Let's not just put a bandaid on it or like work around it. And that's what a lot of this like ends up coming down to. So after that assessment, we've got a nice workout. Um, Jimmy, you'll be leading us through, followed up with a nice uh, little bit of recovery, cool down walk, nasal breathing. So it's going to go over a little bit of the workout and then some of the benefits of actually using some time to cool down to down regulate so we can get back to the base of that pyramid which is recovery for everyone who is actually paying attention (laughs) yeah (laughs) now he's going to talk about it the workout oh when you said that i was like am i talking about this on the day um yeah no guys so what we'll do is we'll definitely get some data points from that um, movement screen. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna do what we refer to as a performance care segment. And we're going to do a workout for um, quality. So this way we're, we're focusing on the intent of the workout, not necessarily doing the thing as fast as possible or just simply doing something because the board says something. So the cool thing with that is this will be a good workout for you to kind of come in and get a good workout and leave here without noticing that you're unable to like bend over and touch your toes because your lower back is just absolutely flared up the entire time. And this will be a good idea for us to kind of expose you guys to. So this way you have an understanding of what a performance care day looks like. So this way, if you are feeling beat up, you have something to kind of fall back on and that general idea of what we're doing. Yeah, entirely. Yeah, and in general, I think it's, you know, doing a workout with the intent of like getting better, being able to move well, feel better outside of the gym, increase our range of motion versus doing a workout to like do the workout is a different experience than what a lot of people are used to. So really like trying to emphasize on that quality of movement, feeling better, taking care of our joints, working through full range of motion. Um, and then heading into a nice, very, um, 
specific and intentional cooldown piece will be pretty interesting. Jamie's been learning a lot about um, some breath work, so we're going to do some uh, breathing. Yeah, that's him breathing through his nose, which is where the breathing should happen, right? Yeah, because your mouth is only there to eat, drink, sing, and if you're lucky enough, kiss. No talking? Should we sing all of our words? Yeah. All right. No, no. Don't you hear this angelistic voice? <laughs> you kidding me? You got a good radio voice. I got a good radio face, that's for oh, sure. Here we go. Beat you to it. <laughs> All right. Well, we've known each other for too long. We can't yeah. like give each or other finish each other's course. sandwiches. Yeah, I was waiting on to, to drop the ball. Now. Frozen? No. Let's go. We'll All fight. Everybody knows the rules. I don't know the rules. I definitely stole that from somebody. Oh, okay. Everybody knows, uh, except for Carl, clearly. Yeah. I now no longer know what Jimmy's talking about, so I think we're going to end it there. Um, if you guys are interested in going through this pain-free fitness seminar, we've got two spots left. Um, if you don't make the cut, if you're number nine, number 10 even, we can schedule some time with one of our coaches. We can go through some of this stuff pretty quickly, get an assessment, and go from there. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good weekend. Peace out, y'all. Hey, guys. Bye.